My name is Dr. Linda Kramer. Thank you so much for wanting to hear my end of year story. It starts on the May 6th of 2001. I was living in America and I awoke at two o'clock in the morning. I went to the toilet where I actually just thought I was going to sleep. Um, I didn't just go to sleep because instantly I was floating in the living room looking down and I watched as my ex-husband, and now ex-husband, husband at the time, he came running through in front of me and he opened the door and two paramedics came in. They went with him across the room and into where my body was in the toilet. As we progressed, because I had no physical time here, where I was floating in the living room, I observed the sheriff come in, people from the fire department came in, there was multiple people in the living room all talking. I was witnessing this whole thing floating above them. As I looked down, I had no feet and the other thing that I noticed at this point was that I was not breathing and it was very calm. I had no recollection at all of being upset or worried about unpaid bills, who's going to look after the animals, that sort of thing. So in my medical files, because I have now obtained my medical files of the night I died, I've blacked out all my personal information. Um, it says in here, in the paramedic report, that I was clinically dead for over 14 minutes confirmed. Now we have to remember here, it was two o'clock in the morning, and my ex-husband, he said he woke up because someone was banging on the wall. That wasn't me, okay? It wasn't, I didn't have the capacity to do that. So in my medical files, it actually says 14 minutes clinically dead and people were in the house for 45 minutes. So I saw the first ones arrive right through to the time when they took my body out on a gurney. So there's 45 minutes that I know I was floating. After they all left with me on a gurney, they put my body in the back of an ambulance and took me off to the hospital. That's when it got interesting. Firstly, I had these blue orbs come into the house. They opened the front door, don't ask me how. And they came and they were buzzing all the way around me, like hovering. But they were intelligent, these blue orbs. They were very like dark fluorescent blue, but in the middle of them, like their core, they were pure white energy. And instantly as they were all walking up, um, moving around me and just zooming in, coming in, and I was like looking at them, they all went out the front door again. That's when I found myself standing in what I term the field of flowers. I was observing the mountain range 30,000 times huger than Mount Everest. There's a huge mountain range over in the back of wherever I was. I could see buildings with skyscrapers. Dubai are like little miniature huts in comparison. I saw lakes. I could see everything in, um, in panoramic view. Even things out of my peripheral, I could see them as clear as day in front of me. So I estimate that I spent 18 months in this place. 
I walked down paths, I was following around people, I was observing the people, I was going inside the buildings, I was walking around the city, I was going over to the mountains, being a part of the mountain. And what fascinated me the most is it was what we thought we created. If I wanted to be on top of the mountain, instantly I was. If I wanted a short black hairstyle, instantly I had it. If I wanted to transform myself into a duck, instantly I was the duck. So it's all about perspective that I learned for this 18 odd months. I estimate my time due to how long I traveled. Because as a human, I walk about three to six miles per hour. And when I go back into my memories of walking down pathways, I think, okay, that was about 200 meters. Then I go up that mountain, that's three miles. Then I go over there, wow, that's 200 miles away I walked. So I can sort of estimate it into what we would call time. For where I was, time did not exist. So I was there for about 45 minutes. I'm sorry, um, 18 months. I was floating for 45 minutes. So I'm there interacting with people, talking to people, becoming them. I talk about in my book, Five Years in Heaven, I explain how I was walking behind a lady who was like medieval. She was in the long medieval clothes. I became her. And when I turned around as her, I could see Linda walking behind me. So now I'm everything of her experiences. I'm her lives because we return to our soul level. So I was an accumulation of all her lives that she had ever lived. So after I was there for, I call it, 18 odd months, that's when I get a tap on my shoulder. I've now identified who did that tap and it's my lady who is always with me. I show pictures of her in my book as well. So she appeared one day at the pool so I drew a picture of what she looks like at the pool. So she says it's time to leave. That's when I find myself standing outside of this huge cathedral. I walk inside and there are pews down the sides that are unfathomable we do not have trees the size to make the wooden carvings of these chairs at the forefront of the this area i call a church was three energetic beings they did not talk to me but they were energetic beings three as you know i'm dr linda kramer i've done a lot of research into people seeing three beings like Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Okay, the left hand and the right hand that they talk about in, in religious texts. So I have a photo of what these three beings were and I created it as the front of my book. So there they are. The energy was coming up them like a waterfall of energy, but it was going up, not down. And the swirling of the energy was not left to right or counterclockwise and clockwise. It was doing all the motions at once. Instantly, one of them said to me, telepathically, to do what I had to do. I knew what I had to do. 
in this box in front of me. I had to open the box and in this box were all my memories, actions that I had done during my life. And they were contained in little bubbles with like a video screen. So the one that I, I talk about a lot of these memories in my book, but the one that I drew a picture of is the day when I was a baby and I was playing with my grandmother's white cat. So here's a picture from my book where I am, I've got this orb of energy in my hand with a little video screen of me playing with this cat when I was a child. I pulled its tail. So we go into the perspective during our life review because that's what this process was about, my life review. We have to become, we look at, I had to look at the whole occurrence as a, as a holistic scene. Then I became me and I was back to being like a six-month-old baby because I'm looking down, I can see my nappy that I'm wearing or diaper. Then I had to go through all the mental processes of what this five-month-old baby was thinking. And then I become the cat looking back at this human who pulls its tail. So I had to judge myself why I pulled the cat's tail to hurt it that day. That was just one memory. And that one memory, in all honesty, went for anywhere between 30 to thirty minutes to an hour because we have to heal the intention of why I did it. So then as I healed that memory, that memory, the little orb in my hand, it disappeared. It no longer was relevant. It no longer existed in the karmic balance of my energy. Dear Colgate, I love that you love that I love being at home. You even let me whiten my teeth from home. Because you know how I feel about getting up from my cloud couch. The Colgate Optic White LED Kit gives professional level results in just 10 minutes a day for 10 days when used as directed. And that's why, Colgate, I want you to meet my parents. Because ever since meeting you, I've been living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. So as I looked into the big box, there was millions and millions and millions of my memories and I healed thousands and thousands and thousands of them. So again, I say I was in this place probably 18 months. It could have been three years. Don't know because there's no time there. But every time I healed a memory, the memory simply was dispersed back into energetic realignment. And then, now that I'm here in 2022, 2023 I should say, what has now occurred is when I think back on some of these memories, I don't remember them in the life of Linda back in like 1992. I actually have lost that memory, but I remember it now because it was processed in my life review. Interesting. So then I feel this tap on my shoulder again. And it's this lady again. And she says, now it's time to go again. So now I find myself in what I call the white room. I'm in this space. There's no walls, no floor or ceiling. It's all white. 
and way, way over, however far away, I could see a person, and she was only about this big. And then as she came closer to me, as she walked, she got bigger as she got closer. There was no floor under her feet. So when she came up to me, she was quite angry. She said, what are you doing here? She didn't actually say it like that. She said, what are you doing here? You're not supposed to be here. I said, well, where am I? Because I don't know where I've come from. She said, you've got to go back. You're not supposed to be here. And I said, where do I go back to? Because I don't know how I got here. How do I go back? So then she went, oh, like this. <laughs> and she said, my name's Karina. I am your great, 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 great grandmother. Four greats. So she's, she went into great detail about her life in the early 1800s. She went into great detail about just choosing a specific tree that they would chop down just to make an axe to cut down further trees to make a house. She told me about her husband. She told me about her family. She told me the intricate ways of making clothes, making this device to take down to the stream to wash clothes on. So I estimate a year she was just talking about herself and telling me what life in her day as like 1800s was like. Then she told me about my future and my life. So when I was there in Earth time, I was there in 2001, she told me that I must return to the land from where I'm from because great things were coming. She said, your work is not finished, Linda. She said, you must work with the police for 10 years. I did work with the police for 10 years. I was an administration officer with Queensland Police Service from 2002 until through 2012. She said I'd need two years off because I'd have to deal with all the stress of what I got during that time. And I did take two years off. And then she said, you're going to be a first aid trainer for two years. I was a first aid trainer for two years, January 2015 until January 2017. Exactly two years. And then she said other things that were coming in my future right up until like 1950s, um, 2050s. So in a nutshell, that was my experience. I came out of that after being in a coma in ICU. I woke up and the first nurse that I really sort of interacted with, I looked at her and I said, how's Motley? She looked at me and she said, what do you know about Motley? I said, oh my God, it's your cat. He's got long grey hair, long grey fur. You, He's 14 years old. He's got kidney trouble. You're taking him to the vet. It's $5,000 for new pills for him. You don't know whether to put him down. You don't know whether to get another kitten. She interrupted me and she said, everything you've just told me is true. It is that amount to take him to the vet. They do want to put him on kidney tablets. I don't know whether to get another cat. But how could you possibly know all this information when you've been in a coma and this is my first time in this ward when I've been working downstairs for the past six months? So even when I was driving, I was getting driven home, 
couple of days later after I woke up, the road seemed like it was six miles wide. I kept saying to the man driving, why are you driving here? Why don't you move over? And he said, I'm in the lane. And I said, but the white marking is hundreds of meters over that way. There was no space now where I was in this three-dimensional world of earth time. It felt honestly like four hours drive to get home. But when I look at Google Maps, it was only a 10-minute drive straight down a highway. So it took me a very long time to establish getting back into this Linda existence. Because as I tell people, I was in heaven with my life review, standing in this beautiful array of buildings, mountains, beaches, etc. I was up there for about five years. I had to relearn how to breathe. I actually said to the nurse in hospital, I said, why do I have to do this for? Because it felt so wrong. I had this big tummy pain and she said, the nurse said to me, have you been to the toilet lately? And I said, what do you mean, have I been to the toilet? Where's that? And she said, well, go sit on that thing in, the, in there. So as I sat down and I relieved myself, I actually yelled out to her, how often do I have to do this? How often do I have to blink? How often do I have to go to sleep? You want me to put that into my mouth and chew it and then swallow it? Food? What is that? So I had to relearn everything. So one thing that was very apparent when I woke up, trees were talking to me, furniture talks to me, cars talk to me, jewellery talks to me, crystals talk to me, everything talks to me, everything talks to me. Another thing that I've now got is the premonition. I, I can start singing a song, I'll turn on the radio and it's just about to start. It'll start in like three seconds. So I call it the three-minute warning with myself. I get like this three-minute warning before things happen. So I've got all this psychic ability since my NDE. So when I returned to Australia in 2001, I actually started on the internet. You know, back in 2001, the internet wasn't that good. But I started researching. I didn't know what it was called. I think I was just, I was, I was actually thinking it was called going to heaven. I think I was just researching going to heaven. Because even though it wasn't called heaven, and I didn't see any religious types like Jesus, Buddha, Muhammad there. I didn't see anyone like that there. But I knew it was heaven because of just where I was. So immaculate and peaceful. So in my experience... Of waking up, going, coming back to Australia, and it's apparent that this woman is with me all the time. She's my intuition. She's my guardian angel. She's also my spirit guide. She came to me. Um, oh, I won't go there yet, but I started researching heaven, going to heaven, and I found a man called Dr. Raymond Moody. I emailed him. I didn't realize who he was. But he replied and he said, yeah, yeah, another one. <laughs> What's your story? So I started telling him all the things where I went, what I saw. 
And his quote to me was, my experience is one of the most in-depth experiences he had ever heard of. Five years. You know, we can't judge who goes where and what they see. Okay, there's no comparison because every situation, every NDE is so unique and beautiful. However, it gave me a lot of insight because when I was talking to my great-great-great-great-grandmother, she explained to me how life contracts work. She explained to me how life lessons work. And then she said to me, don't go in there or else you'll never go back. And when I turned around, it was the tunnel in which we reincarnate. So she told me all about reincarnation as well. So in my book, which I've shown you all, here it is. It's called Five Years in Heaven, The Teachings of Heaven. It's available on Lulu. You can see how thick it is. And it's full of pictures. Look, there's a picture. There's some of my medical files to verify that I did have this event and here's a picture of her talking to me in front of the tunnel no floor no walls no ceiling this episode is brought to you by shopify whether you're selling a little or a lot shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage no matter what stage you're in shopify's there to help you grow Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I've also got a floor plan of the house that I lived in. So I died in the toilet, yet I was floating out in the living room. There she is. There's my photo from that one where she explained what reincarnation is. Here's a photo that I drew. Now, I drew all these in hospital, by the way, after I woke up. So there I am pulling the cat's tail. I'm only six months old in my life review. Here's a picture of the flowers. Energy was coming out of the ends of the flowers, the petals. It was so cool. Here's me at my life review where I'm talking to these three energetic beings. And I've got one here of the blue orbs as they're hovering around my head. So all my picture, all my drawings are in my book to explain what happened. In the last half, it's called The Teachings of Heaven. How to be angelic. How to raise your vibration. So it's all tools, techniques, exercises in how to be more angelic. So when we don't go to our, when we go to our life review, because for some, our life review isn't so nice. Because... I'll put it this way, anything that we do good for others is amplified, like they say in biblical terms, it's tenfold, but I say it's a thousand. So if we're happy in, an, in, an, in, in some event or experience or memory, imagine that happiness a thousand times. But when I found that I'd hurt somebody, like standing on an ant, I become that ant and I'm looking up at this huge shoe coming down on my body and I feel what it's like to be squished and it's a thousandfold. So a lot of my life review was spent crying for good and bad reasons. 
But the tears just simply vanished. There was no water when I healed the memories. So what have I done now in the last 20 odd years? One, I had to fathom the depths of my own experience first. I had to come to terms with where I went and what I learned. So then I was a benefit to others to teach them. I also went and did a lot of qualifications, as she said I would. She told me, you will be a doctor. I thought, medical doctor? No way. How am I going to get into med school? But it's a PhD. So I do have a PhD. I've also got life coaching qualifications, CBT, which is um, cognitive behavior therapy. I've studied psychology for years because now one of my abilities is I'm seeing ghosts and dead people every day. So of course I want to know why they stay. Why do they leave? Why do some go to heaven and some stay earthbound? So I've got a book out there on Lulu. It's called Ghosts Explained. I've also got Psychics Explained because I put in there all the psychic abilities that we can get, how to get them, how to get rid of them if you don't want them. And most of all, more tools on how to develop our own um, consciousness so we can create that higher vibration. The book I've got coming out next week, um, mid-January 2023, it's called Spirit Guides and Life Paths Explained. Because guess what I do now? (laughs) One of the gifts that I got about a year ago is that I now interact with spirit guides. I do readings, yes, and a lot of people do say, can you please tell me what my spirit guide is? So here's some drawings that are in my book coming out soon. I've had a pterodactyl in my backyard. 80-foot pterodactyl turned up one day. I've had monks turn up. Northern European old um, ladies from medieval time turn up. I had a hippie girl once. Oh, my God, you should have seen her. She was here in my office. She was talking to me like a 1960s hippie. You know, like she just got back from Woodstock. That's how she was talking to me right here in my in my office. Oh, my God. But then I get animals come through. Animals. A gerbil. <laughs> a lion. A brown bear turned up one day. He was a bit scary. <laughs> but if we give them respect, they respect us back, yes? So... I now see spirit guides as part of my journey. I don't know what my next part will be that I get, um, but I am so eager to educate and to teach others what our consciousness is all about. So now that Spirit Guides and Life Paths Explained is coming out, my next book is called Consciousness Explained. Huh, this is going to be a good one because it teaches us about portals where heaven is, what happens there, how we become aware in our own perspective. Because I've been there myself and I'm just using my research on what I've been through as well as the research of probably 10,000 other near-death experiences that I've researched over the past 20 years. So I hope that you've liked my story today. I am on YouTube. Dr. Linda Kramer is me on YouTube. I love getting people emailing me every day. So my email is linda at lindaray.info. 
I love it when people um, email me and say, hey, can you please explain this to me? Sure, I'll do a video about it so then others learn it as well. Okay, so here's the big one for today. It's my book, Five Years in Heaven, The Teachings of Heaven. It's got all my pictures in there of when I died, 14 minutes clinically dead. I went to heaven for five years. Um, it's all verified in my medical files. And, you know, I talk about my life review because that's basically what most people want to know about, our life review. So I teach now how to get through all those pains, traumas, grudges and issues. So it's all healed before we have to go there where it's tenfold. So I actually say to people, come along on a journey with me. With me. My journey is not over yet. I am learning every day. My journey entails education, development, and most of all, making you your full potential. I hope you've liked my story. Go and check out my works if you want to know more. And thank you so much for viewing me today.